And here we are for our next meeting, starting 45 minutes late. Do you want to explain why, Angie? Is this what today is going to be like? Yep. Now explain why we couldn't start earlier. <sighs> because I had to find a spot in my motel where, the, where there was the best Wi-Fi signal. <sighs> I'm so sick of technology problems. Yeah, right? that's nice, Ron. Angie, in your motel, where? In the GRT? In Canada. In another country. Oh, cool. You got there okay. I don't know why you sound so upset. Uh, oh, Angie, you know why. The same reason you asked me to tell her about your little field trip. Okay, I get that. What I don't get is why you care, Sam. Because it's one thing when we're subjected to your Angieisms, but it's an entirely different thing when it affects other people. I am just here to do research. I'm not banging on people's doors asking if they've seen Krampus. And don't you think it's a little hypocritical? You can't judge me when you're sitting in Innsmouth right now. Yep. I am studying at a perfectly reputable university. And you have gone to the middle of Buckwild nowhere. And knowing you, you're probably going to lose a foot in a bear trap trying to find evidence. It's hardly nowhere. The town's really lively, actually. If a bit rustic. And my motel surprised me how nice it is. Like, get this. It's called the Motel Downtowner because it's downtown. <laughs> oh. Did you really pick your sleeping arrangements based on a pun? And a bad one at that. I, I picked it because it had easy access to most of the places around town and it had a good rating. Uh, I mean, there's what might be a bullet hole in the wall outside my room, but I think that's just like a thing here. Most people seem to have a gun. And that's not a red flag to you. If these people have to deal with Bigfoot on the regular, I'd expect they'd want to be armed. Oh, for the love. Please, oh. Angie, do not get yourself shot. I know you went for Krampus, but any Bigfoot sightings? No, not yet. But hey, I did meet the sheriff. Remember when we theorized that her wedding was like actually a code for something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, when you were looking into the portals and that gray eldritch creature. Right. So, turns out, actually just a wedding. She had pictures all over her office. What did I tell you? But no, you don't want to listen to me. Wait, back up. Why were you at the sheriff's office? I, um, might have accidentally trespassed into some private land and the sheriff had to take me to the station. Oh, you got yeah, arrested? You... No. She left me off with a warning. I'm just stern talking to. Angie, you are going to do worse than get yourself killed. You're going to get arrested. It was an honest mistake. It was the woods. One moment I was in a public nature reserve, and I may have walked too far in one direction and crawled under a fence, and suddenly it was private property. You did what? It was a broken fence. Anyone could have made that mistake. <laughs> no, no. I think that's very much a you thing, Angie. At least the sheriff let you off with a warning. Yeah, she was cool. And her wife was really nice. She made me chamomile tea and gave me some vegan banana bread. If you get arrested, don't expect any of us to bail you out. <sighs> um, Ron will. In a heartbeat. Oh, do not encourage her. 
we, we can't just leave friends in the middle of nowhere by themselves with no help or word or internet or anything from anyone else. It's just rude and cruel and causes all kinds of paranoid delusions and make everyone's day worse. Okay, Ron, this isn't about you. This is about Angie. And I see how this is. I see how this is with all of you. All of you. When I make a sensible move to a perfectly normal town, you three have to sit me down for an intervention. There is nothing normal about Innsmouth. No, not at all. It's definitely a supernatural hoe. Uh, not supernatural. Definitely shady, though. <laughs> no. Okay. A perfectly normal town. And you three hauled me over the coals for it. But Angie goes and gets herself arrested. Didn't and they- get arrested. Yeah, and y'all are fine with it. Hey, let me remind you, I am with you on this. There are certainly some things that could be dangerous in the GRT, but one, Angie didn't move there. She's just doing research for a few days. Two, I'm sure Angie is prepared. Angie. Prepared. Are we talking about the same Angie? You know I can hear you. Yeah, whatever. The same Angie who once complained about how cold it was on her tropical island? You are in Canada in December. Do you even have a winter coat? The time you're talking about, I went night swimming. And do you even know how cold the wind gets on the beach at night? And yes, I bought a winter coat. Online shopping exists. Angie, I mean this as respectfully as possible. You live 10 degrees north of the equator. You are not used to temperatures this cold, and you have no experience with dealing with extreme cold. What if you got hurt while you were traipsing around that private property, huh? What if you ran into trouble with the temperature? You have zero experience in emergency situations like that. You are lucky the sheriff found you and got you back to town. You sound like you actually care. I'm not sure if I trust it. Do you know how many times I had to bail my parents and their fellow hippies out from the winter excursions when I was a kid? Do you have any idea what frostbite looks like or does to a person or how easy it is to set in? Oh. Okay, well, that story just makes everyone feel bad. Bad enough that you're going to pack up and come home? (laughs) No, no way. That's way down the line. (sighs) Well, I can't say I regret the call I made earlier. Wait, Sam, what did you do? Warn that sheriff she had an inexperienced conspiracy theorist running around that was just as likely to turn herself into a human (laughs) popsicle as she was to find their hermit gardener. Sam, you didn't. I did. It was that or my ass was flying up there to drag Angie back by the ears. But Cece reminded me I had a department holiday commitment. I knew, I knew the timing of that sheriff showing up was like too convenient. I'm suddenly questioning just how much reach and influence Sam really has. <laughs> wait, wait. You're telling me the sheriff was already looking for her? That's great. Yep. Okay, well, you know what? Joke's on you, because now I know she's watching. I'm going to sneak out even earlier. Angie, do you listen to the words that come out of your mouth? Of course I do. How do you think I wound up here about to catch footage of a Krampus? They're not even indigenous to North America, Angie. 
So you admit they exist. Oh my God, you do this so every time. So what if like you pick and you pick from, like, and you pick at semantics and you're yeah, like, oh, cultures. Damn, like, there I is got you. No, Angie, like you. This is bullshit. Freezes you over and like creates an ice bridge. Time they we have very easily. I bet you missed this and while you were gone. Semantic game. Are you kidding? This is tame compared to a mom of hallucinogenic Karens. I am in my element. Cannon fodder is part of the Fundamentals Network. Cannon fodder is produced by the Fundamentals. Editing by Corey Shrek. Sound mixing by Corey Shrek. Directed by Corey Shrek. Script by Diana Ramsar, Alejandro Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Voice cast: Diana Ramsar, Alejandro Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Special thanks to Thaddeus Stoklos. <laughs>